What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, we'll give you some billion-dollar app ideas, and we'll complain about light bulbs. After some brief thoughts on the AFC and NFC championship games, namely the commercials, we look ahead to Super Bowl 55. The Super Bowl may be the biggest game in the world, but Coin and I will draft our top five fictional tournaments slash championships of all time. We'll make our second ever Rookie Show jersey tee bet, and most importantly, I try to stump Coin with some trivia in the reinstallment of Stumptown. Let's do it. Oh my. Welcome, friends, to the Rookie Show. Mm. This is the sound of one of your hosts, Travis Knoll, drinking a delicious crisp brew, mm. and joined, as always, by my co-host, <coughs> Mr. 503 himself, a.k.a. Jay Blazer. Like Jay Glazer? It's a stretch. It's a stretch. Yeah. Okay. Jay Glazer, I see but, it, like, but like Portland the Blazers, Blazer. the Blazers. Okay. It's too. It's too uh, nondescript to to really get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I just mainly it's because you're bald. Yeah. No, I get that for right. sure. Okay. AKA Elvis Coin. <laughs> what up, Coin? Gonna take my horse to the old Nold Town Road. <laughs> oh, what up, Noel? Oh, it is good to be back, Mr. Coin. Uh, pleasant to see you. you we as have well. only one football game remaining this year. That's sadness. It is sadness. Um, but uh, we hey, we made it here. That's all we, we can made ask it. for. COVID didn't derail the NFL. Somehow. Correct. It's Correct. Incredible. Why don't we send it over to our good buddy, friend mm. of the pod, good TJ Hushmanzada for our first segment. Beers. Bad Beats, Battlestar Galaxy Brain. Oh, that is That's right, right. Teach. We will be doing Beers, Bad Beats, Battlestar Galaxy Brain. Mm. Mr. Coin. Yes, sir. What are you drinking this evening? Noel, this evening I have for you, back to our roots, a Hazelicious. Mmm. Hazelicious, hazy IPA, uh, Rubens Brews, I believe, let's see, it's from Ballard, which I imagine is in Washington, yep, Seattle, Washington. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, I've had a lot of green cans lately, I gotta say. You do often frequent the green cans. This one is one, I think you can actually tell, so, even I'm having trouble telling now, yes, it is actually like yellow on top. It certainly looks yellow from my And then a green form. and blue kind of swirl going on in the bottom. It looks a yes. little uh, estuary, tributary-esque. Right. One of the two. Yes. But yeah. Um, decent can. Not not incredible. But uh, it is a delicious beer, I will say. I haven't had a hazy in a minute. Oh, she good. Coming back to the well. I'm glad to hear that. I like the little, the little symbol. It almost looks like a pie symbol. A little bit. I think it's a lowercase r. I think it is too. I, I actually think I would have liked to have seen the can a little more simple with, with the highlight of the lowercase r. Like maybe you just go with the yellow or just was, with the yeah, green. Yeah, I was blue. just going to say that. Why split it in I, half? Yeah. Is it supposed to be a horizon of some sort? Perhaps. 
quizás. I don't know. No, I think you're right. Either or maybe you go you go three and three. You know, you go three of the cans with the blue and green, and then three with the just yellow. Oh, let the, let, the, let the black be a nice accent piece. There you go. We don't yeah. do enough yeah, yeah, yeah. switching up the can variety within the six pack. And that's that's big time stuff right there. That's why shouts to Budweiser Holiday Edition. Shouts, absolutely shouts. Uh, no. Glad to hear you're drinking hazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you drinking, Noel? What do you got for me? I am drinking. I know I've talked about this beer. I, I maybe have had it on the pod. Maybe it was before we were actually tracking what beers we had. But I'm drinking a New Glarus Brewing Company Spotted Cow. Mm-hmm. Very special beer. Uh, New Glarus is very popular here in the Midwest. It is only brewed and sold in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So if you live in Chicago, you have to drive up to Wisconsin to get this beer. So I try to get a six-pack of it anytime I go up there. Um, it's just a solid ale. It's not a. It's not an IPA. It's right. Just, it kind of reminds me of Yingling in that sense that it's it's not a blast of flavor one way or the other. It's just a solid beer that you could easily, you know, having one is nice because the flavor is enough that having one is nice. But also you could pound twelve of them no problem. Really? There's a happy medium. Tell me more of about like, that last part. I personally. <laughs> I personally don't want to just come home and have one bush light. All no. That, right? No. But I also don't want to pound 12 hazy IPAs necessarily. Absolutely not. So this is that rare beer that, that bridges the gap. I like that. I like yeah. that. So uh I so you sent us that pi- you sent us that picture and I liked I like the can right away. I like cows. Cows are fun. Uh I, yeah. sitting, so I was sitting next to Nikki, obviously she's from Minnesota, Midwest Midwest girl. She's yep. like, oh, yeah, they only sell that in Wisconsin. They, you go over there, you go get it, and sometimes they'll be like, oh, you're not bringing this across state line, are you? I was like, no way, <laughs> we wouldn't do that, whatever. And then, avid listener, our one, our probably, I imagine our lone Wisconsin fan, Skyler, oh. I said that you were drinking that too, and he's like, you know, it is a good beer. I would describe it as a brewery beer for people who don't really like beer. Yeah, so, like, it it's doesn't easy to have drink. a super beery taste. Right. And it's that's the nice. thing with the Linglings, too, is that they're just yes. easy to drink. Easy drinking exactly. beer. Exactly. Um, there are other uh, beers other than the Spotted Cow served by New Glarus, but I always I always consider getting a six-pack of something else, but I've pretty much stuck to what I know I like. So I haven't tried a lot of their beers. I got to say, as far as brewery names go, New Glarus, not up there for me. It's, it's not there for me either. It's not as good as three... Three Pint Buzz Brewery, 3PB. Three Pint, 3PB is elite. Uh, you never did answer. I was hoping that, that it was going to be pronounced like Nooglaroos. Like Nooglaroos Brewery would be a wild, wild name. <laughs> Nooglaroos would be a better name. Uh, NGBC? NGBC. Uh, NGBC SC, Spotted Cow? Eh, Nooglaris, you know. It has a nice homey sound, though. It's like, it sounds like a small town in Wisconsin. Yeah, you know what? You're right. It does. It uh, and then can I see the label again? You haven't. Yeah, really the label shown, is a really cow jumping me. over the state of Wisconsin. Which so they are are they insinuating that Wisconsin is the moon? Which makes a lot of sense. Moon made of cheese. Wisconsin cheese kind of Whoa. thing. Yeah. Whoa, that yeah, was like a that galaxy brain take yeah. within a within yeah. a sentence. Right there. Um, interesting. I just noticed we have the exact same thing going on with a yellow on top, green on bottom, oh. split split in half by the cow. Galaxy Brain's connecting right now. Wow, our brains are in the same wavelength. Uh, anyway, if you ever go to Wisconsin, get yourself a spotted I'm cow. I'm definitely going to be getting myself a Nooglaroos spotted cow. 
Uh, why don't you tell me about the other beers that you've had this week? The other beers that I've had this week. So, Noel, on, uh, I'm drinking this beer because my wonderful girlfriend, Nikki, bought them for me as a gift for receiving a new job last Thursday. So oh. I'll be starting a new career on Monday. Um, I'm not sure if I've even mentioned what other companies I worked for. I feel like I should just keep them out of the podcast. But shouts both said companies, which are large sportswear slash outdoor companies here in Portland. Right. You're going for more of the uh, the athlete to the outdoorsman. In a right. Sense. We'll say and I'm that. a big outdoors guy. Right. Love, love camping. Love hiking. camping. <laughs> Fishing? Love camping. Yeah, I've touched a fish before. It wasn't great, but I liked it. Uh, do you like fish sticks? Uh, I like fish sticks, yeah. What are you, a gay fish? <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was one of the beers I had. And then on the next night, I went and had a nice little glass of whiskey and then a few beers with our, our buddy Graham. And we got oh. some barbecue out in uh, southeast Portland. And you know what? The best part of the whole thing was, you know when you what? go somewhere new and there's like an unspoken thing about wanting to win the order, you're like, the thing uh, I got is better than yours and I'm yeah, very happy about believe it. Believe me. I'm yeah. well aware of that unspoken rule. Yeah. So we went to this barbecue spot. I got the brisket plate, some slaw, some uh, potato salad, and Graham got uh, the rib, the ribs, and then fries and I don't know. Potato, macaroni, maybe. Yeah. Uh, he got like three ribs, three ribs, mm. and I got like five fat slabs of uh, brisket, and mine was considerably better and went a lot better with the barbecue sauces. It was wonderful, and it felt great to leave there a champion. Two things, coin one. Congratulations. Thank you. On winning the order and getting a new job. Thank you. Thank you. Number two. Did they have several options of barbecue sauces? Yes, there were three options of barbecue sauces along with a mustard they brought to the table. Mm, I love to switch it up with the mustard. Mm, yes, 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 yes. There was only one mustard option. Sometimes I, it's... One, it was not a French's. It was more of a Dijon Poupon kind mm -hmm. of vibe. Dijon Poupon, yeah, sure, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a nice little weekend you had there. It was a good little weekend. Uh what about you, Noel? I had some phenomenal beers this weekend. So Ooh. let me tell you, I took a nice little trip up to Wisconsin, as I mentioned. Wisconsin. On our way up there, we stopped in a small little town called Burlington, Wisconsin, and uh, went into the first bar we could find. It was like eight degrees outside, and uh, figured we'd grab a drink and some pizza, right? So we're wearing our masks when we walk in there, and we just get like all eyes in the bar, daggers on us, like, who are these liberal yahoos wearing their masks? They actually believe in coronavirus. So that's the type of place we were in. Um, I sent you guys a nice Snapchat. They were selling t-shirts that read, If you kneel for the national anthem, you're in the wrong damn bar. Yeah! Get them! So, yes, that's the type of place we went. And it was... We had a nice drink. The pizza was horrendous. It tasted like the crust was cardboard. But, oh, uh, we that's were, a bummer. We were hungry, so... Um, had a beer there. Then the next morning, we went skiing, and... I also sent some snaps about this one. An all-time beer, in my opinion. That should crack the top, uh, I don't know, 10, perhaps. Um, after skiing for about 90 minutes in the morning, it's like 10 a.m., it's literally 14 degrees outside, and they're serving booze. So you sit outside, it's a bright, sunny day, it's absolutely gorgeous outside, and you have a nice spotted cow sitting on the patio of the ski lodge. 
Um, not a lot of feelings like that. It's a great beer. A fantastic beer indeed, Noel. Did you have any on the lift? No, I did not. Okay. And I don't You're know. You're a coward. I, I guess I am. I don't know. I only had one beer that morning, and then I had we had one at the end of the day because I mm. knew I was going to be drinking a bunch that night. Um, so... I didn't. I didn't go overboard on the beers, but yeah, you know what? Probably smart, and that's where you and I differ. Is I just have no idea how to remotely pace myself mm. or uh, make it's that a kind of decision. For me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, uh, that that is a great. The 10 a.m. ski day beer, great beer. I will say the the chairlift beer, phenomenal. All right, I'll I tell will, you what. I, okay, go on. I'll have to. I'll have to give the chairlift beer a try next time. Chairlift beer, very important. The last few I had, I will say, were during night skiing, mm. and so that might have contributed to the, the uh, ambiance, the effect of the beer. I understand that. I, I've never been night skiing, and I could see where that combo would be killer. Uh, lastly, that night we went to a different bar called the Flatiron Tap, and I had a nice flight of beers because I wanted to try them all. Ooh. Two notable ones. Uh, I had this Kentucky Brewed Vanilla Beer. Okay. Which was kind of similar to my dreamsicle one I had last week, but without okay. the orange, but similar vanilla tastes. It was delicious. And then I came to find out that it was 3% alcohol, so that's why it was delicious. So I was like, wow, <laughs> that was a waste. Less alcohol than bush light. Um, and then I also had one called Packerland, because we were in Packerland the mm-hmm, day before mm-hmm, the MC mm-hmm. Championship. It was a Pilsner, and I was quite sad that they did not call it Slingin' Pilsner. Slingin' Pilsner. Aaron Rodgers. So, you think Rodgers has a beer named after him in Wisconsin? Got to, right? I, I have to, yes, without a doubt. I, we have to find What it, would be the but, best Packer to name a beer after? The Favre Porter Favre? The Amon Green, no, Donald Bart Driver. Bart Starfruit Cider. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, just did that on the spot. How about a Greg um, Jennings? A Greg Jennings. Listeners, let us know what the best. Yeah, yeah, Packer, I know. We're, we could, we could uh, go on on this all day. All right, let's move on. Give me your bad beats of the week. Bad beats of the week, Noel. Um, let's see here. My only one. I had a pretty good weekend, and uh, my only really bad one was at the end of the last pod. You made me pick forcefully. Made me pick the Bucks as my uh, Gucci Mane underdog pick. Yes. And I said I would bet them, and then I decided not to. I was like, I can't just go against. I think the Packers are going to kick their ass. And so I didn't, um, and I didn't bet them, and they ended up winning. So me not betting the Bucks money line was a bad beat. Wow, bad beat was winning a bet that you didn't win money off yep. of. Yep. That's funny because I didn't want to bet my Gucci main pick because I didn't want to bet on either <laughs> underdog, and I did, and I lost. So I guess we're both idiots. I guess we're both stupid. Because I also bet on the Chiefs. So I just literally bet against myself. Thankfully, I uh, I parlayed the Chiefs with the over. So I I won money. I won money. It was uh, the over getting a little dicey towards the end there. I know it it ended up... A little bit. Yeah, I mean, it it ended up at like 62 or whatever it was. But I mean, for a minute, you're like... "Mm." Are we going to score a touchdown here? What's the deal? It was a, a bit uh, iffy there at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my only bad beat was I had given out Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as leading rusher. It's not really a bad beat, but I just would like to mention. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to be the leading rusher of the entire weekend. After that first game, the leading rusher was, I think, Fournette with, like, 50 yards. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have this in the bag. Like, 
Last time, Clyde had 160 against these guys, and it's sure as hell not going to be Devin Singletary with the leading rusher. Turns out, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire sucks. They never run the ball. Their offensive line doesn't block when they run the ball. Oh, and Josh Allen ended up with, like, 89 rushing yards. So Mm -hmm. um, it was a sad failure. I think Clyde literally had, like, eight rushing yards. No exaggeration. That's tough. It was pathetic. I was excited for that bet, but so be it. I would like to say as a makeup for my only bad beat, good beat for my skiing weekend, this whole weekend was a Christmas present for Katie. So long ago, I went online and bought her a lift ticket for the whole mountain, rentals for ski boots, poles, and uh, 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 skis, skis, boots, and poles, and a helmet, and a lesson. All of that cost me $50. And what? I, when I went to the hill this past weekend, I bought my lift ticket and rentals, and that's it, for $100. So I don't know what happened. I think the website was, like, wrong, and there was an error, but nobody said anything, and she got all that stuff, and it was only $50. So shouts to that's me. That's a good gift. Was that your whole gift? Yes. A cheap girlfriend. Oh, uh, <laughs> Come on now. Well, no, no, no. That wasn't the whole gift. I also bought a hotel room and okay, a okay. dinner. And okay, okay. That was that was included. Okay, with the I gift. understand that. Yeah, yes, come on yes. now. Come <laughs> on. It's like, God, man, that sounds nice. <laughs> That's because her gift is my my presence at all times. That's an awful gift. A really awful gift. I can barely stand you over Zoom. <laughs> Coin, how you feeling about your galaxy brain take? This week? I give it a. Okay. Um, why don't, uh, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Because for the second week. you have one this week. Well, hey, I had one last week, sort of. And I, again, sort of have one this week. I'm just kind of doing a different format here. I'm going again with three different ideas. Okay. That sort of tie into each other. Half-baked. Half-baked. These are all app slash subscription services similar to last week that I've been going through my brain. Okay. First of all, I'd like to I'd like to create an app where guys who wear ties a lot mm-hmm. can just trade ties with other guys in their area. I don't want to buy new ties all the time. Granted, this wouldn't work for me because I never wear ties. There's guys out there that have to wear ties every day. Right, 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 right. Buy, you don't want to wear the same tie all the time. That's lame. But you also don't want to spend 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks on a new tie all the time. Does, so how about you why, trade them? Why do it like this instead of like a Netflix, early Netflix, where you're just sending them back? Maybe you pick because out like five at a time. I, I considered that option as well. I considered the option of you have also a centralized location that's almost more like a blockbuster than a Netflix, where you actually go in and pick them out. And yeah, but nobody wants to go to a store anymore. Yeah. I, so you're saying it's... Are you, do you pay monthly? I'm already asking you about my idea, but yeah. are you paying monthly and you get as many as you want as long as you send them back? Yeah. So I was thinking maybe you get like, maybe you get a week's worth at a time. So you get like five to seven ties or whatever like that. And then you can just send however many back you want. And like, and you just like build up this queue of ties. And then as they get them back, they just like, well, so if you only send three back, they just send you another, like the three from your top of your list. Also a great idea, but my main point was to never spend money on ties again. There's like infinite ties. Like your plan, you got to still sp- pay the fee, whatever. Yeah, true, 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 true. My true. plan is literally there's guys that when they turn 
30 years old have like 20 ties and they don't want to wear most of them anymore. And there's plenty of guys out there that would be happy to wear those ties. So you just start trading and you just, you, so here's my idea for the name, cutting ties. I obviously love the name. <laughs> okay. Um, that's that's not the issue here um yeah 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 i think i think this makes a lot of sense who is your who do you think your demographic is like who's your target audience it's like it's like 28 year old dudes that are working like financial banking stuff yeah exactly yeah yeah finance guys finance bros i like this i'm interested in it that's only the first take second app option an app where again, you can connect with other people in your area, but this time you're trading professional services. So maybe ah, this already like exists. that uh, the meet hot moms in your area now, like that kind uh, of thing. Uh, similar, but you're right. not looking for sex. Well, you might be, but um, <laughs> for example, maybe Wet there work. is a chef who's looking to get some flooring done in their house, and maybe there's a flooring contractor who. Is looking for a nice gourmet meal for him and his wife. Okay. So you get online, you go, hey, I want my tile done in my restroom. Boom. And then you make a deal with the guy. Say, hey, I'll redo your bathroom floor if you, if we can come over and you'll cook us a gourmet meal for my wife and I. Obviously, the, the dollar values there don't quite line up, but you can obviously, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, bargain? No. Yeah. Um, What's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, bargain. Barter. Barter. Not Barter's bargain. Yeah. Barter. I was like, it's close enough. So that's the main option. Um, you could also do like people who come over and clean your home, people who have to you know, fix your appliances, stuff like that. Just so you're not, you know, it's a trades of goods and services. It's not just trading money for things. I love this. I do actually have some wrinkles I would like to throw at you here. Okay. So when you when you enter into this app, you basically you assign a value to like what you provide financial. So say this chef, he's like, yeah. I'm cooking gourmet meals. He's like, I personally think it's worth like 150 to 200 bucks. Yeah, like the Thank meal's you. that good, whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. And somebody comes in and they're like, I like I want my flooring done. It's probably going to cost like 700 dollars, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you have a third party that also like. Uh, but whatever service he provides and then a third party can come in. So this, you have this like automatic tabulator. It'll like find all these people across in your area. And it's like, if we do a three-way trade here, like if you cook them two meals, you can floor their floor once. And then this person will completely repave your driveway and we call Mm. it good and everybody's happy. Mm. See, yes, I needed this wrinkle. Like the NBA um, trade machine kind of thing. We need to get some like algorithms going. Yeah, 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 yeah. That are really throwing people through. And a then, loop. And then it like pings have... up to you, and maybe somebody's losing, and then you give it like you're willing to lose like a 10% margin on this. So, say your your value is like 200, you're like, I'm willing to get like 175 bucks back on this. Exactly. And then you can exactly accept right. the trade. And you yeah. have to imagine, you know, you're, you're cutting out the middleman in a lot of situations. So, Somebody who just does this for a living can do it cheaper than yep. if you went to the restaurant and got your meal. Um, my first name for this app that I thought of. Okay. Backscratcher. Backscratcher. Scratch my back. I scratch yours. Back I scratcher. like that. Okay. I don't know. That was the first one I came up with. Um. What about something with like, you know, like quid pro quo is like the, the thing with it? 
some kind of uh, quid thing. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> I don't know. What's a quid thing? Quid. Quid. Pro, you know what quid pro quo is? Uh, sort of. What is it? It's like eye for eye, tit for tat. Like you do this, I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. So maybe like a QPQ oh, or like a. You switch it around like it's quid pro quo, like it's pro quid pro. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Because they're like I professionals. And I like yours better already. Bell okay. Stretcher's better. So I guess this would be my galaxy brain. I don't know if it's any more uh, in depth than the first two. I actually ideas, really like but... that one. That one's really okay. good. We should, this we should talk business after this. Is for people who live by themselves. Okay. And everyone knows that cooking for one person is hard. True. Again, this is this is meal based. That's kind of what I live my life. When you live alone, you can sign up on the app where you do sort of like a home and home type thing where, hey, I cook a meal for the two of us. You come over, we share that meal. Next night I go over to your house, you cook me dinner and we share that meal. And it, uh, it saves you, you know, from having to eat leftovers all the time and right. also helps you meet friends. This is not for dating. This is just for getting some good food and not having to cook for one all the time. Okay. So maybe you like give them options of what meals you're capable of cooking and then they can pick and uh you could set like a very general price range of like what you're spending on these dinners so you're making it fair and uh yeah okay i'm interested in it my as first a, as a person who cooks for himself a lot this makes a right. lot of sense it would be hard for i don't know if you can set genders because like okay for instance you have a girlfriend now but right. you wanted to try this app you're not gonna go over to some girl's house. And not kosher. Yeah, not, not gonna, gonna be happen. doing that. No. So maybe you only you set it to dudes only. Right. And you just platonic friends only. Okay. 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 Uh, my first obvious name for this would be Table for Two. Is the name for the app. But then he feels like you're limiting it to two. I am. Okay. It's intimate. Okay, I see what you're saying. So you want to? You, you're always focusing on I'm, the three ways. I'm just ways. expansive. I'm just you're expansive. You're like, hey, I cook for four, and we get three strangers yeah, coming exactly, in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. See, that's that's better. Right. You can set it. You're to getting whatever. four different meals. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's um, way better. It's table for two. Is that the only name you had so far? Yeah. Uh, okay. How about? I was thinking um, of something with like, it's not like creative, but like, uh, you know, like surf and turf, like home turf kind of thing, mm, something along those lines. Surf. On your home turf. Eat surf and turf on your surf. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly what I was going for. Uh, I think the key to these apps succeeding is good names. So we need to put a lot of thought. Piece of the pie. Um, mm. um, something, yeah. Meals. Meals, Me <laughs> meals with friends. Meals on know. wheels. Uh, meals. <laughs> That's never been used, has it? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, those are three really good ideas, Noel. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I didn't know I how to steal uh, all of those make it a galaxy them. brain. Yeah. Those are my ideas. So I like those right. a lot. Let's hear yours. Uh, I don't think that mine is near as good as those. It's more just mm. a complaint on... Uh, this is this galaxy brain is about light bulbs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So normal brain take is that all these different forms of light bulbs are just a great way for people to show off their creativity and their moods and everything about their house. And like, uh, the shapes make a lot of sense to like why we're, why we have these light bulbs. Okay. <laughs> the big brain is that we should all be doing our best to use only economically efficient light bulbs so that they're, uh, there's, it's more inexpensive or it's a little bit more expensive, but the energy is more clean and it's less wasteful and, uh, maybe they last longer. 
Okay, agreed. I think it's also proven that in the long run, it's less expensive, but more expensive up front. More right. expensive up front. Right, right, Got right. It. Okay. Uh, Galaxy Brain Take is, why do we still have light bulbs? Have we as society, society not advanced enough to the point where light bulbs are like completely unnecessary? Like, shouldn't light just kind of like be built into walls and like attached to the electricity? Uh <laughs> That it doesn't burn out over time. Like, the idea that I have to screw something in and, like, it's just going to be like, mm, I'm done now. Uh, the idea of the light bulb was to conduct electricity. And at some point, it's just like, I can't do it anymore. That seems inefficient and not great. I don't want to have to change light bulbs. I don't ever want to have to think about light bulbs. I just want there to sometimes be light when I want light. Like, make my entire ceiling out of, like, a light bulb kind of phosphorescent material that I could just be able to see it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you would just like light to radiate from things. Yeah. As as we'd like. Right. I think a decent uh, percentage of your galaxy brains have just been complaints about technology not advancing far enough in I think you're right, but why? <laughs> a fucking light bulb? Like, look at this shit. Look at this. What do I need this for? This tiny little box? When Edison, Edison. Edison invented it? When he stole it. He stole the invention. <laughs> I'd say I couldn't agree more with how little it seems we have advanced to the light bulb in 150 years or however many. How many years? When did the Too light bulb Too focused on cars and kids with their damn phones. Nobody's thinking about light bulbs anymore. All of those things you mentioned have light bulbs in them. Right. Make my ceiling out of a phone screen. Right. Or just make light bulbs that never go out. Yeah. That shouldn't be hard. Undiable. That's got to be a word, I would imagine. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. I'm on board with just having light without light bulbs. Yeah. I think that you've had more ideas lately. I've just had more complaints. <laughs> I think we may have to take a break from uh, from Battlestar Galaxy Brain. I feel like my, my takes have been watered down. I have been uh, racking my brain nonstop on a week-to-week basis. It was harder than you would think. We've had, I think we started this because we each had a handful of good galaxy brain ideas. Yeah. And now that we're out, we're like, okay. We've completely we can't lost do this direction. On a weekly basis. We're just going to like, yeah. Maybe we'll, uh, after the football season, uh, <clears throat> we're, we're going to keep the beers to start the pod. But maybe Obviously. beers, bad beat, well, the battle for drinking. We'll, uh, we'll change to a new segment. Maybe we'll yeah. retire TJ Hushman's ode. Sorry, Tej. Sorry, Tej. You did great. It was well worth the thirty-four dollars that we paid on Cameo. I mean, sorry, well worth the friendship that we've the had friendship fee with you. Yes. Yeah. Okay, coin. That was Ye- a long first segment. Well done. Thank you. Any quick thoughts before we get to our main event here? Just briefly on the two championship games from this past weekend. Uh, yeah. My first thought is that if I have to see one of those State Farm commercials again, I'm going to spoon my eyes out. Uh, they suck a lot. They're not good. Um, I, yeah, you're talking Rogers and, uh, Rogers and Mahomes. They suck. They're, They're bad. really bad. I hate the new Jake. Black Jake is just, he's not my guy. Hey, what's up? Weirdly, weirdly ripped Jake, get off my screen. Like, it's too much. You're wearing too tight of a shirt. You're talking weirdly friendly with... I don't really want to be that friendly with my insurance agent. Sorry to any insurance friends I have. But Yeah, he his rolled up pants really bother me. And he he 
it really is strange to me. I know, I know I brought up him being black, Jake, but like they literally made a point to have this white guy who's their spokesman, and then they just literally turned him into a black guy, like very yeah. obviously. Well, the whole Jake from State Farm thing, just because of that, the yeah. the, com- the that commercial was funny. It was funny. It was funny, and, and they were like, "Well, everybody likes the name Jake." Like, it wasn't about the name Jake. It was yeah. a good commercial. Yeah, that's made, why people liked it. Yeah, and then this guy, I also saw this guy in like a Chrysler commercial or something, and I was pissed. I'm like, yep. you can't be crossing over. No, bro, mm. stick to State Farm, and no, no one even likes you. You're awkward. I'm actually glad you glad you brought up this cuffed pants. So I got these new uh, shoes the other day. They're pretty sick. And I was thinking I might have to really adopt the Portland mindset of like maybe cuffing my pants once or twice to show them off a little bit. How do you feel about cuffed pants? How much do you think I would make fun of you if I saw you with cuffed pants? Uh, too much. Would it, would it be a lot? It would be a lot. Do you it think you've ever lot. cuffed your pants? I've cuffed my pants when they were a little too long and I was walking through snow or something. Mm, dang it. I was about to really shit on you right there. I was like, happenstance that I found a picture of us the other day. And it is our rookie show profile picture where oh. your, your pants are cuffed in the picture. I'll tell you what, those shoes I'm wearing, I'll tell which you I think I bought at like Target for $20. Yeah, those are the, uh, the black low top Converse, right? Very, very, very low top. There's yeah. nothing beneath them. So yeah, I was yeah, walking yeah. on my jeans. So, mm-hmm. okay, fair enough. You got me there. Yeah, I did get you. But there. hey, it was snowy out, I think. It was snowy out. It was real cold. Um, I'm glad you mentioned the State Farm commercials because I'd like to make a comment. I know I already talked about the... Uh, the preview for Superstore, which I liked. I can't get enough of the Scoop There It Is commercial. I want that to play every time. Mm, chaka-laka, chaka-laka, chaka-laka. French vanilla, Rocky Road, chocolate, peanut butter cookie dough. dough. Scoop There It Is. And it's a good commercial, man. It's a good, good commercial. Uh, also, I'm in on... Uh, what was, oh, just all the progressive Be Like Your Parents ones. So I, I love them. They're all so They're good. They're fantastic. They're so good. I can't stop thinking about the, uh, every time I groan to get up, because I always groan to get up, it's like, God damn it, that's good, man. I was just thinking, uh, <laughs> you hear that? So good. <laughs> and then I thought uh, I liked the um, live, laugh, love, and then the uh, she like throws the sign away. She's like, no cussing, no fussing. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. Anyway, uh, yes, what are they, those are called uh, tchotchkes or chonskis or something like that. I have no it's idea. It's like some Jewish word. Mm. I always forget what it is. I'm pretty sure it's called tchotchkes. Okay. Anyways, I saw the, uh, there was this girl, I will leave her unnamed on my like Instagram stories the other day, and I saw that the tchotchkes they had in her, uh, her and her fiance are recently engaged and in their room they have their initials on each side of the bed and then in the middle of that it says p.s i love you like right in between them (laughs) oh no (laughs) that can't be that can't be true it's so bad (laughs) oh gosh i would kill myself if that if if my wife even suggested that incredible when i first saw it i thought it was a joke like i thought she was posting a picture like to make fun of it and then um no that was theirs that makes no sense no 
P.S. Like, where's the body of the letter? P.S. I'm sitting next to you. Just tell just tell me. What are you talking about? Are you sure P.S. isn't like their dog's initials or uh, somebody Paul else's Paul Schaefer, initials? I love you. They just really like uh, How I Met Your Mother, and it's like that one episode. Okay, we got very <clears throat> sidetracked. Any other yeah, we thoughts did. Sure on did. the AFC and NFC championship <laughs> game? Did they play some games this weekend? Apparently. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, last thoughts is just the the moratorium, the closing thoughts on the Bills. What a fun season. Like, Joshy was awesome to close it out. I, uh, tough, tough uh, to in the AFC championship game. I think a lot of that, honestly, again, <clears throat> hate to go into these games and just blame the coaches every time, but McDermott just would not take chances and quite frankly you can't kick field goals against the chiefs that's the end of the day you can't kick a field goal so that's it it's funny because like even the announcers i I don't know the announcers are often so conservative to a point that really frustrates me but even anytime against the chiefs even they like kind of second guess any field goals taken against the chiefs and like everyone every analyst like immediately is saying this is a bad decision. So it doesn't make any sense. I think maybe everyone will catch up and maybe next year people will start going for it against the chiefs, but yeah, it killed them for sure. I hope so. Uh, do you have any thoughts? Uh, no, I just was felt like the Packers loss was disgraceful. Um, Agreed. I don't know. Rogers was great, but the, another bad, uh, field goal decision late. That, that was a tough one. It you had to tough. have known you're not getting the ball back there. It was bad. It was a bad decision. Even if they don't get it, you're now still have to get a stop and still have to go score a touchdown. So there's just no reason to kick a field goal there. Like and you, yeah, exactly. Somebody, you still have to get a stop and score a touchdown. Like at least in this way, you know you're giving them the ball on the eight yard line. Fine. Yeah. As somebody who had teased the Packers plus three and a half, I was pretty furious. Yeah. That's about it. Um, I, I'm. I will be rooting for Patrick Mahomes over Tom Brady. What about you? I will, too. I uh, looked at the line today, and I very much considered putting $170 on the Chiefs' money line. Whoa. Yeah. I'm confident. Next week, we're going to get you guys our Super Bowl prop bets. Uh, For sure, for sure. Uh, Oh, I had one more thought. Oh, the last thing was that on that, again, on that Packers field goal. Another time when the announcers are going off about how Going for two now and not getting it essentially puts you out of the game. That makes no fucking sense. No. It no. makes no sense. You have to go for two at some point. At least now you know you need an extra possession. Like, what if at the end of the game they decide to go for two and there's two seconds left and you don't get it? Game's over. At Game's least over. now you know you have to kick another onside kick and try to score faster. Like, what are you talking about? It drives me so crazy. And then they try to use the excuse of, like, well, it's deflating for the team to still be down two scores after all that work. It's like, okay, it's going to be deflating when they lose. It's going to be deflating when you don't get the two-point conversion when you're down by two, much less you're down by nine. Yeah. So it, it's the most idiotic thing. I really hope announcers catch up and figure out how fucking math works. Yeah, agreed. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. Let's move all on. Right coin yeah we are now two weeks away from the beloved super bowl the super bowl super bowl often thought of as the mecca of championships correct 
Where would you rank the Super Bowl among the the best championships that you could win? Is it number one? Um. Yeah, I mean, to me, mm-hmm. I think the NFL is the most important one. Mm-hmm. Trophy wise, no. Right, the Lombardi Trophy is pretty weak, but it just the the um allure of the Super Bowl and the how big it is around the world just makes it number one in I a agree. lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't know how that would fare if you compared it to fictional championships. Right, uh, fictional championships get a lot more creative. There's a lot more at stake. You get dealing with like entire different universes. You're getting right. to deal with the whole world. You're getting uh, any trophy, any prize you kind of want. Uh, before before we get into those, I want to know how do you feel about the name Super Bowl though? Super Bowl is a pretty trash name, and it kind of blows my mind that. <laughs> That just lasted that long. Like, no other, um, I don't know, event is just called some stupid adjective with bowl after it. Why are they called bowl games? Because the, cause the stadium kind of looks like a bowl? Is that it? Because that sucks a lot. Well, if you think, it must be because, like, the Rose Bowl is because it's played at the Rose Bowl. Right? So is that where that started? Or the Orange Bowl? Those were the names of the stadiums, right? And I have to is imagine that what it is? College bowl games happened before the Super Bowl. Right? I guess that makes sense. It doesn't really make sense, but that's sort of the explanation. I don't know. Okay. Super Bowl is a, is a weak name, but I the the part I do like about it is that it's different than all the rest like all the rest are just the finals the world series like it's just very like it you it tells you exactly what it is super bowl could be any number of things <laughs> that's a that's a very good point <laughs> what? Super Bowl being any number of things is a really funny thing to think about. (laughs) Super Bowl, like, which do you mean? (laughs) uh, That massive toilet over there. I don't know. I had this huge bowl of Cheerios this morning. That could be be anything. Inherently, the words Super Bowl don't have anything to do with football or championships. It could be Super Bowl. Superheroes just smoking a fat bowl. Right. That's a Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 How do you feel about the name? Uh, no, it sucks. Bad. <laughs> it sucks. Not, not, bad. not a fan of the name. Uh, I, I guess I like that it's different, but I just think that... it's. So I've been watching Mad Men lately, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get going with that. I have a tough time because I think Elizabeth Moss is hideous, <laughs> and it's hard for me to watch her on the television. Peggy? Uh, yeah, Peggy. Uh, so it's in this... The Super Bowl came about in this era where marketing was supposed to be like incredibly important and it's like the men of madison avenue and this is what they came up with which <laughs> sucks i guess what if we called it the big bowl <laughs> the big no how about the uh really cool bowl <laughs> that's like it's, it's what it feels like it's what the yeah. super bowl feels like yeah uh so why don't uh, you sorry, tell God. us how you uh came up with this idea or what this idea is what we're about to do so I was thinking about the Super Bowl coming up, and then I was kind of thinking about the name Super Bowl, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that name sucks." 
And uh, I was also thinking about other championships and slash events and tournaments that didn't suck. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking we would uh, we would get in here today, and we wouldn't even touch anything Super Bowl related. We would just go straight into movies, TV, games, anything you want to. And we're just going to be drafting the top, most interesting, best tournaments, events, and championships. Got it. I think I can handle that. You think you can uh, handle it? No criteria, correct? No criteria, except for I would like you to just say whether you're going to be attending, participating, or just think that it's the most interesting. Ooh, okay. Got it. Yeah. How you would like to attend this thing as a, as a spectator or a participant. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. How are we going to decide who drafts first? I, well, this one I was thinking we would switch it up. Okay. We could flip. Flip. A, a coin. Coin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll call it in the air. <laughs> I don't know what to call. Tails never fails. Okay, we have to reflip. Uh, I dropped it. Chancy. Let me. I might change it. Tails never fails. It's tails. Yes. This is tough. I haven't even ranked my. I'm kind of nervous. I'm kind of nervous. I had a clear number one, and then I found one that's infinitely better. But I don't know if I could get both. All right. Here's mine. It is not necessarily a championship. More of a. A tournament slash event. I'm going to go with the Battle of the Bands from School of Rock. Really good. Um, the champion of the Battle of the Bands was, of course, No Vacancy. Right. A rock band formed by Dewey Finn himself, but mm-hmm. he was then kicked out of the band. And they won mm-hmm. the tournament with their original song, Heal Me. Ah. Uh. They were led by, of course, lead guitarist Spider. Spider, my guy. absolutely shreds the lead guitar. Uh, Other members, Theo, Doug, and Neil. Not as cool names. Mm -mm. Uh, More like Neil and Bob. Am I right? (laughs) You're right. Uh, Sadly, second place went to the School of Rock, Mm -hmm. uh, but they were cheered on for an encore. So um, I would love to be the lead singer of No Vacancy. Yeah, that's correct. You gotta you gotta play for the bad guys here. Also, uh, Spider. Pretty sure we talked about this. Other, isn't he like a a lawyer in the South now or something like that? Incredible. Yes. He's an what incredible a person. We need to look up his real name, but he is a fascinating human being. I would say I would replace being the lead singer for the lead guitarist if I got to wear the shirt that he wears, which you is have. To. Yeah, only sleeves. There's no body to the shirt. It's just, just the sleeves. sleeves of the shirt. Just leather. Sleeves. Yeah. yeah. Leather, and then he has the massive, like, stomach and chest hat, right? Yes, I believe. Then yeah. Maybe there's oh, a spider Incredible. Involved. Or maybe it's a cross. I don't Let's know. see. He is played by Lucas Babin. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is his actual name? No, I don't think it says. I think it's just listed as spider. Okay. I think so, too. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's the first pick. That's a really good pick, Noel. Thank you. I like this one. I w- I'm wondering how many of yours will be music-based now. I don't think there are any more. Okay, good. <clears throat> Noel, for number, my number one pick, mm-hmm. I'm going to be taking the Ready Player One tournament for ownership of the Oasis. Nice. You get to be in the year 2045. Uh, people escape their lives using the Oasis, which is the... Of course, the ontologically anthropocentric sensory immersive simulation. 
Uh, after the creator uh, dies, people around the world compete for the golden Easter egg within it and yes. uh, for the ownership of the Oasis, which is... I can't imagine that there's anything today that would be as valuable as that now. Right. Like, the most valuable thing that could possibly be created. Um, so, yeah, you, you're just in this whole world where you get to do what probably the most fun to take to take part in. Like, mm-hmm. you're sure your years are going to play music, but I mean, here you go. You're racing. You're yeah. doing guitar. You're dancing. You're uh, you're going to movies. You're doing you're doing all these things, and it's just uh, I think that this is the top one for me. Yeah, I think when it comes to the uh, enjoyment of the competition itself, yours takes the cake, and then the prize also takes the cake. So those are kind of the only two things that matter. <laughs> but here's the difference. Here's the difference. It's all about the journey, man. Let me ask you. Let me, and maybe I'm wrong. I've seen the movie only once. But when you're doing these things, are you very hyper aware of the massive crowd that is cheering you on? Are you feeling their chance for you? I. It feels like in the show that it is like that. Okay. If if they're they're wearing like these, they're wearing like these body suits, and they feel like they're very in touch with everything going on. Because the only thing I would say for like a legitimate rock concert is the is the uh, elation and the pure like adrenaline of just thousands of, of screaming course. fans of course. screaming of your course. name, Spider, Spider. Yeah. <laughs> you think uh, that I could get to be Spider? Because I'll trade you right now. <laughs> uh, no, I mean obviously your pick <clears throat> uh, objectively. We we went through objective and subjective. Objectively is better. But right. I think you could make the case for screaming fans at a rock band. I, I totally understand that. Yes. All right. What's good. your number two pick, Noel? My number two pick. It's a tough one. I'm going to go with the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. Uh, when they look back in the annals of history, people are going to be talking about three things. Yep. The discovery of fire. Yep. Invention of the submarine. Correct. And the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. Led, Michigan. <laughs> led by Jackie Moon, Ed Monix, and of course downtown funky stuff Malone. The Flint Tropics beat the San Antonio Spurs one eighteen to one seventeen. Um I would have liked to have been in the crowd there. Wait, I who was liked, that last person? Uh oh, sorry, downtown funky stuff Malone, aka Coffee Black, aka Clarence Sugar Dunkerton. Sugar Dunkerton. That was my <laughs> favorite right. one. I forgot. Uh I would like to be in the crowd because it was a thrilling game. Jackie Moon went to the line down two, cashed the first one, granny style, and then uh, missed the second. Ed Monix gets the put back at the buzzer for the Monix. win. Monix! We traded our washing machine to get him. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Flint, Michigan, Mega Bowl. Flint, Michigan, Mega Bowl. They won fourth pick. place. Again, the no prize. No prize no whatsoever. In fact, I think they lost. I their like this. I think we day. took very different routes on this, but I like where your head is at. <laughs> so I knew I was going to get roasted on the draft, so I went like super like the opposite way. So it was clear that I had an ironic list. I think I like that better, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, hard to argue with. So you just want to watch. You don't want to be on the team. I mean, obviously, it'd be great to be on the team, but uh, being in the crowd in Flint. Would be a great experience. Okay. I mean, like I think I would always pick being the winner of the tournament. So if I'm having to, if I'm having the option of being a spectator, that's one where I could see it. I don't want to be like a spectator in the stands for 
for no vacancy. That's, not that's a good cool. point. You know that's a I mean? really good point. But being a fan at like a championship buzzer beater game is pretty cool. That's a really good point. Um, all right, you ready for my next one? Yes. I think that you're yes. really going to love this one. Okay, good. Ooh, I don't know what to take next then. I'll take this one. I'll let you have the other one. Okay. No, the next event I would like to take part in is the BET Southern Classic from Drumline. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was either going to be in per- the percussion section in the band or probably drum major, probably going to up there strutting, yeah. going to have the feathered cap, pumping my fist with mm. the staff in hand. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, getting to be, it's, it's on, it's on the Georgia Dome. It's in the Georgia Dome down in Atlanta. Uh, walking out, of course, to, um, Petey Pablo. Sorry, I had to think of who it was. Petey Pablo is uh, leading the way in, uh, what I imagine is a Coupe de Ville singing North Carolina, Raise Up. Raise um, up. yeah, I just can't imagine any greater feeling than, uh, all of those fans. It's similar to your, uh, Battle of the Bands from School of Rock. All the fans in the Georgia Dome just screaming your name, and like people know that that Southern, that that the music, the the pet music, just really gets them going. I have to imagine that the feeling of like being in rhythm with a bunch of people, like all next to you, and and just feeling the drum beat in your body right. would be a pretty incredible feeling as well. So yes, I would put that right at the top of my list. I definitely want to be on the drum line. I feel like I would be the major, and you would be like kind of in the in the background. The, would I be the guy, the guy with like the weird spiky hair that was like doing the hit? He had to keep competing. He's like, bomb, popping yes. his head, and he like couldn't figure out how to do <laughs> the beat. Good at that. Yeah, You're I know. <laughs> I've worked. It's one of those. Uh, I have a few movies where I've I've adopted body quotes instead of just the words, and it's one I do that. I don't know if I was ever expecting anybody to understand it, but <laughs> that's one of the ones I would do. You know, the fat kid in School of Rock would say that you only play the drums because you couldn't play anything else. True. And then Freddie Jones would say, hey, shut up. <laughs> hey, shut up. But no, Drumline is right up there. Nick Cannon, my idol. Not really. Just saying no. that. He was okay. married to Mariah Carey, Good though. pick. What's the, what's the BET what? What's it called? BET Southern Classic. Okay, BET. That's a very good one. Thank you. Third pick. I'm gonna go with the. Here's it. I'm gonna throw a little a twist on you. Are I'm you gonna interested. do the one that you mentioned to me earlier? Probably, but maybe not now. Now that I'm seeing you're going the silly route, I'm thinking about how I want to do it. Okay, well I'll save this then. My, uh, uh, my I don't want to do my all fifth silly pick is going to blow you out of the water. I just know you're not going to have it. I don't want to do all silly picks, so I'll throw this one out there. I'd like to do the Mills Tournament of Little Baseballers and Three Older Guys. <laughs> A great pick. <laughs> From the Benchwarmers movie. Correct. Um, this is not silly. This is dead serious. Uh, the Benchwarmers led by Gus, Richie, and Clark, who I mm-hmm. don't think they have last names listed. Mm-mm. They're Gus Bus, Richie Bitchy, and Clark something. Flark. Clark Flark. That's pretty good. Yeah. They are three grown-ass men who beat a bunch of little kids at uh, Little League Baseball and end up winning a multi-million dollar stadium for all their nerd friends. Nerds. Pretty good prize. Um, 
I gotta say the probably not a lot of thrill and rush of of playing little league baseball against a bunch of kids. That's what you think. But three against nine. There is something that uh, very enticing to me about taking a thirteen-year-old yard. <laughs> just going ham. Well, you want to pitch that here, little buddy? And then just taking him through the fence. Moonshot. See and you he's, later. He's not wearing one of those chest protectors, and maybe it kills him. I don't know. <laughs> Hepatitis, see you later. <laughs> uh, your thoughts on Mel's tournament of little baseballers? And uh, I'm a big fan of the Benchwarmers. And uh, what's what's that guy's name? Mel's. Uh, Mel, what's his name? John Lovitz. John Lovitz is so funny to me. <laughs> one of the perfect monotone voices like, oh, hello. There's also... Welcome, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> he is very funny. There's also <clears throat> Nick Swartzen as the... Uh, albino or the mm-hmm. guy that's scared of the sun also yep. good part. yep uh yeah i have no complaints about this another uh, rather rob schneid people thought that bobby <laughs> schneids wasn't going to be making his way into this uh in this podcast you're wrong you're little wrong. did they know little did you know yeah. bobby schneid's always around <clears throat> what do you got all right my next one noel I'll take it before you are i will be taking the dodgeball tournament from dodgeball a true underdog story um, not only is this, you're getting to go to Vegas with, is it five on five or six on six? I think it's six on six. I think it's six on six. You're getting to go to Vegas with five of your best friends. Yeah. To play in a dodgeball tournament for, it's just $50,000, but I mean like $50,000. <laughs> Old Jim. Um, so you're getting to do that. There's also gambling involved. So even if you're not going to play in it, you're getting to go watch your friends and then gamble on said friends. Right. That's an incredible opportunity, one that I would not take light. Um, also, I would have kept the BDSM uniforms and would have dressed as daddy. Mm, good call. Mm. Good decision. Average Joe's unis are pretty nice colors. Uh, yeah. But I, I, no? like Trojans. They're yeah. fine. All right. Uh, I also have the ADAA Las Vegas International Dodgeball Open on my list. Thank you. Uh, it is the pinnacle of athletic achievement. Correct. Uh, you'd have to beat out teams such as the Lumberjacks, the Moose Knucklers, Skills That Kills. Skills That Kills is the best team on there, and they all dress like Cameron. Okay, I'm into that. Sick. We do like furry fedoras yes, and all of blue course. Yeah, velvet yeah, yeah, yeah. jumpsuits. Okay. Furry bucket hats, not fedoras. Get out of here. That's what I meant. Sorry, bucket hats, bucket hats. Uh, and of course the purple covers. So uh, shouts Peter Lafleur who bet a hundred k on his team at fifty to one to win five million dollars. Another one of the funniest physical comedy things is when he's like, "Joe, is you ready?" They're like, "Lumberjacks, are you ready?" And all of them go, <laughs> "Like Jack the Chainsaw <laughs> to start." It's so funny. It is ridiculous. It is an absurd yeah. movie. Best Ben Stiller role ever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great pick. Thank you. What's your next one? My next one. Is this my last one? No, I have two more. Two more. Well, oh shoot, I only have three left on my list. I'm going to go with the Piston Cup. Hmm, I think might. Cars the movie. Okay. Uh, in 2005, Lightning McQueen put his <clears> ego <throat> aside to help the old guy win the championship. That's all my notes. Uh, it would just it just seems like a good championship is all i have to say you can drive fast one of those uh one of those championships 
where I agree I would not want to take part in. It just looks like a really fun one to be at. Like, I know I'm getting to watch a car voiced by Owen Wilson. You're like, you just dropped me into this universe, and you're like, that car down there is Owen Wilson. And I'm exactly. like, what? And he goes, that Whoa. car is Owen Wilson? <laughs> wow. Wow. That's amazing. You see the headlights? Those are his eyeballs. Those are his eyes. There was no one driving that car. Uh, yeah, I mean, Cars, great, great movie. Somebody pointed out that there are taxis in Cars. Yeah. What's the point of taxis in Cars? Right. There's no people to drive What does around. that imply here? Doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Food Very for confusing. Okay. That was yeah, a- that's all I have to say. I mean, we're getting back to a whole cannibalistic scenario here yeah. where we're talking about, like, how are they eating each other? What's the car's money like? I don't know. Right, exactly. Right. Um, all right, my next one, Noel. I've got a few. I guess I'll save that one for my on menchies. Okay. In fourth, Noel, I will be taking <clears throat> pod racing from Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Yes. Uh, the race to win Anakin's freedom. Pretty important. Not much monetary prize there, but uh, pretty important to Qui-Gon, you could say, and possibly the future of uh, the entire universe. QGJ, my guy. QGJ, Qui-Gon G. <laughs> Quigo G. Um, before, before his children were taken in England, Liam Neeson was sent to uh, retrieve a child. And uh, it turns out it would have been better to just leave the kid there. Mm. Or maybe sabotage the the little racer and the kid dies. I mean, hate right. to talk about a kid dying, but uh, yikes on the well, Anakin. He, he uh, turned up, out bad egg. And he ended up killing all those Yinglings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Anakin's in the field killing Yinglings. <laughs> uh, that's a great one. I one of my uh, I really <clears> loved <throat> playing the pod racing video game. I don't know if it was PS2. Uh, great game. I was always Sebulba, though, because mm-hmm. he had the badass uh, kind of X-looking ship. Right, right, right. Uh, he talked funny to the Sebulba like this. That, that was kind of like a... I'm getting dangerously close to Borat <laughs> again. I was going <laughs> to... Borat mixed with Mario My name is Sebulba. <laughs> and Mario. <laughs> Those are the only two accents I can do. Super Mario and <laughs> A Wario, oh, Wario, Wario, and Sebulba <laughs> and Borat are all the same person. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Oh, that's a great pick. Very Thank you. good job. Thank you. My last pick. I'm going to go with the academic decathlon in which Billy Madison defeats Eric to inherit of control course. of Madison Hotels. Of course. Uh, in terms of the prize, this is right up there. It's likely a billion-dollar hotel empire. The Madison Hotels. So monetarily, it's about as good as it gets. Um, lots of different events in this thing, but it really ends up coming down to a trivia contest at the end. I'd like to list you the 20 categories. They are English literature, U.S. presidents, my wife the tramp, astronomy, baking, burning dog poo in the human response, reflections of society and liter- literature, Mm-hmm. Chemistry, Roman Empire, my spouse is sleeping around, the French Revolution, auto repair, 20th century poetry, architecture, business ethics, business Shakespeare, ethics. and I married common street trash. 
So that's uh, that's the competition. Uh, I think you're. Th- this is uh, as as far as academic and thinking competitions go. This is as mm-hmm. as good as it gets. There's mm-hmm. nothing better. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. And and I would have liked to had the opportunity to inherit a billion dollar company. So I guess I would want to be. Billy in that situation? Yeah, you got You got to be Billy here. You don't want to be a spectator. That's not fun. No, no, no. no. You could be the guy that shoots Eric. That'd be fun. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, glad I, I called I will that say, guy. <laughs> glad I called that guy. I, I was thinking I had to have one of Billy or Happy Gilmore in here, but uh, I think Billy was the right choice. I, I don't know why. I was trying to think of what I wanted from Billy Madison, and I was like, can I make the K through twelve thing a competition? But Obviously, the academic decathlon is the real competition. Here. What is the pinnacle of Happy Gilmore? What is the tournament that he wins at the end, or like it's just like the tour? I think it's the tour championship. Tour I think it's called the tour championship. Yeah, got it. Okay, what do you got for number five? Number five, Noel. Is the tournament against the Elite Four in Pokemon? <sighs> wow, you yeah. nailed it. Yeah, really coming in strong for my fifth one. Uh, I get to be a Pokemon trainer. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, No better life. No better life than that. Uh, I only, so I didn't have that many notes other than, I mean, this is awesome. You're training your whole, you imagine your whole life is just building up. You get to get mad at your mom. You're leaving your house. Apparently your dad's like some deadbeat. Nobody really knows what the deal is. Yeah. Uh, you have this really weird relationship with some doctor in town, and he's like, hey, I'll give you this really rare Pokemon. There's never anything stated whether you exchange sexual services for that. Oh, you're talking about Professor but, Oak? Yeah, Professor Oak. Mm, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a little awkward. Uh, anyways, so I didn't have any notes on this. I just wanted to give you my lineup of what I will be bringing to the Elite Four. Ooh, okay. And I went Great. with the OG 151 Pokemon here. Okay. Although I am a stan... Of both the Ruby and Sapphire versions. Interesting. Interesting take. Okay. I I stand 151, but okay. Who are you bringing? My lineup, Noel, is <clears throat> Charizard. Of course. Gengar. Yeah. Executor. Gyarados. Mm. Electabuzz. And Snorlax. Interesting. Executor and... Uh, who is... Uh, Electabuzz? Electabuzz, yeah couple electro no executor. executor is grass and psychic what does executor look like he's the walking eggs? palm tree oh interesting pick there i would have probably gone blastoise i'm a big blastoise guy yeah no uh, i understand this yeah yeah snorlax is a great pick gyarados and then gengar is the is the that dude he right. is the mvp of the tournament um, I'm trying to think who else I might go. Could I have like a Zapdos, perhaps? See, I, I thought about that, and obviously you could have you could have Zapdos, Articuno, or, or Moltres, or you could have Dragonite. And I was like, I'm trying to think. I think that most of those Pokemon you can only catch after you beat the Elite Four. Oh, interesting, interesting. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Gollum is pretty good. Gollum's pretty good. Uh, Geo Dude is just a good name, not a great Pokemon. Right. Uh, we could do a Pokemon draft. I'd be very thrilled with that. Uh, but I would. Be, I would love to do that. But in fact, I'm pretty sure there was a point in time. I think we we're in high school where we all brought out our Game Boy colors, all brought out our, P- our uh, Pokemon games, 
and we did hold a draft of what Pokemon we were allowed to have on our team, but we had to start from the beginning of the game and go get those Pokemon. And then with our trade cable, we would battle eventually with those Pokemon. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. We tried doing that, and it was fun for like a couple of days. And then I don't think we even ever accomplished anything. But we did do the draft, and I think I, I like did the draft. Gengar number one. I, f- I fucked with a big... There was a long time. You have to. I'm pretty sure you have to trade to get Gengar. Okay, that could be. Or it I was a big fan. Yeah. Haunter looks way sicker than Gengar. True, true. Ha- Haunter is kind of scary. Haunter Ghastly, pretty spooky. Pretty spooky. Not so much. Ghastly, what about, not that spooky. What about Alakazam? Muck and Grimer Ooh. come. Grimer. Grimer. <laughs> uh yeah anyway we could talk about pokemon all day I miss um it. what was my oh one more note okay uh, a lot of people do go water off the back i get it it's uh the idea is like you want a pokemon that can use surf right away and mm-hmm. a lot of the the early pokemon water pokemon you find kind of suck ass like you don't want a goldeen you don't want Ugh. like all these you don't want to really Magikarp like a star you that bad yeah. magikarp it's hard to get a decent, but you should just be patient and get the Gyarados later and then teach that surf. Okay. Um, or a Lapras even. But there's, so with getting Charizard, fire Pokemon kind of suck. Yeah, they do. All around. There's definitely an argument to be made that you don't need a fire type at all. There is. Correct. Uh, because anyone carry, no, or barely anybody carries bug or grass type Pokemons, but they're forgetting one thing. Charizard is sick as hell. <laughs> name is cool as shit and he looks awesome he is a big fire breathing dragon so it doesn't get much better than that uh my counter would be how about arcanine arcanine's fine uh it's a fire dragon or tiger i guess uh he's a dog which is cooler <laughs> <laughs> he's a dog so <laughs> yeah well she's a guy so <laughs> speaking of jake from state farm uh, we came full circle came full circle all right, uh, yeah, Elite Four contest probably would have gone number one if I had thought of it, so good pick. Thank you, I appreciate that. On Another Menchies, dominating round. Yeah, let's go for him. I only have one left. and okay, do it. You mentioned earlier, you're probably going to mention this one, the Harry Potter Triwizard Cup. Yep. I'm not listing that one, though. I'm listing the Harry Potter House Cup. Oh, Something that I'm very interested in. It's basically a system where all school year they're just like scored on everything they do. Like every every little move they make all year is like, meh, points. Nope, points taken away. Like I think all of life should be a competition. Like can we apply this in muggle schools? Can Our regular schools, can we just start doing this? Where like all year you just have contests split into four teams. Or right. in, in the workplace. How about in the office? You start a new job. Yeah, like what if you split your job into like four different teams and then Sorting all of a sudden out. like at the end of the year somebody gets like a $1000 bonus like each right. person or whatever. Like, or like that's a pizza fantastic party or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh anyway, I just like the idea of the house cup in general. Okay. So I just wanted house to cup throw that great. spin on it. It's not the best championship really, but no, although they are pretty but, uh, elated when they win it. They are pretty elated even though it's like basically whose line is it anyway where the points are made up and nothing matters like it's at all. Ridiculous. Double door at the end is just like uh draco kind of a little c word throughout the whole year we didn't like you we're deducting a couple hundred points and then harry my boy my guy harry really uh kept the discretion when i did some shady shit earlier in the year so i'm gonna give you how much do you need to win there it is 
That's uh, it. I'm going to give you all but 10 points, and then Neville got your first pube this year, so here's <laughs> 10 points, exactly Gryffindor. It. 10 points, Gryffindor. Uh, okay, well, Fantastic. that's the only on men I got, so give me all yours. Okay, so I got the Travers Cup. It's great. Uh, the Ping Pong Tournament of Death from Balls of Fury. Good one. Yep. You lose, uh, you the die. Poker... What? You lose, lose, you die. You, lose, you die. Yeah. Uh, poker Tournament... At the end of James Bond Casino Royale, mm, the final hand in that tournament is worth 115 million dollars, and he wins with a straight flush over an ace high flush. That's absurd. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Really, come on, it's the least realistic part of the movie. Yeah. this was one I really wanted to draft. Uh, was Rat Race from Rat Race? Nice. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't know if I've ever seen this movie, but I love the premise of it. I believe me, I am upset because I love the cast already. Maybe I've seen part of it, but uh, eccentric tycoon Donald Sinclair devises a game to entertain the high rollers who visit his Las Vegas casino. He arranges for six ordinary competitors to race 563 miles to Silver City, New Mexico, where two million in cash is waiting to be claimed. I would be so good at this. Taylor made for me. Coin. Are you aware how that movie ends? They all die. No. Do you know where they end up at the end of the movie? They end up at a Smash Mouth concert. The movie Shut ends up. with the entire cast singing All Star as the credits roll. Are you fucking with me? I swear on my life that is how that movie ends. I'm going to watch that this weekend. How have you not seen Rat Race? I don't know. Oh my word. Know. It's Cuba Gooding. It's John Lovitz. It's Mr. Bean. It's uh, the girl from Just Friends. Mm-hmm. It's Star Studded Cast, man. Oh my god, it ends it's, with a Smash uh, Mouth Seth concert. Green. Seth, Seth Green's Green. in yep. it. Yep, yep. Oh man. Uh you need to watch Rat Race. Okay. I'm gonna I watch would that. have drafted that. Mallory yep. and I loved that movie growing up. Okay, anything else? Nope, that's it for me. Okay. You wanna go through your five really quick? Yeah. So I took School of Rock Battle of the Bands. I took the Flint Michigan Mega Bowl from Semi Pro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I took Mel's Tournament of Little Baseballers and Three Older Guys from the Bench Warmers. I took the Piston Cup from Cars, and I took uh, the Academic Decathlon from Billy Madison. Great picks. I took the Ready Player One Tournament. I took the BET Southern Classic from Drumline. Then I took the, uh, sorry, what is it? The ADAA Las Vegas International Dodgeball Open. From Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Then I took Pod Racing from Star Wars, Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, and then any gym battle, but most specifically, the Elite Four in Pokemon. Fantastic. Well yep. done. Lots we'll of post thank these. You, thank you, let thank people you. vote for you. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, quickly, just so the people know how we did on our last round of championship bets. How did you do, Coin? Uh, two and two here, Noel. So I went Packers, minus three. I had said one of these teams is good and the other's not. I guess I was had that backwards. Yeah. Um, then I tried to take a big stab with a plus seventy five seventy five bet, uh, going Bills first half, Chiefs end a game, looking good for a minute, looking Nine good now. for a minute. Yeah. Uh, but ended up not being right. Uh, over six and a half total touchdowns in that game, minus one hundred five. That was a winner. Seven touchdowns, and then an overs tease of Bucks. Packers and Bills Chiefs, that one hit. So nicely done. Yeah, two and two on the weekend. Not too bad. I was one and two, sadly. My big 
teaser was killed because Packers couldn't cover three and a half points. Yep. Uh, Brady did throw a pick. That was my best bet of the week. Great. Uh, he threw three and should have had four. Yep. Uh, and then I talked about my <clears throat> Clyde Edwards uh, plus 475 bet, which was a long shot, but did not hit. So thankfully yep. I parlayed Chiefs and over. We do not have any football this week, sadly, coin. But yep. we've suggested round two. You are currently wearing your Bam Adebayo jersey tee, which I purchased for you after our first jersey tee bet. The Miami I love Heat jersey tee bets so far. I'm all, I'm all in on these. <laughs> all in. We're going to do another one. Yeah. Maybe, if we can agree. So here's yep. three games. Saturday, we got Suns at Mavericks, Kay. Grizzlies at Spurs, Jazz at Nuggets. Again, the rules are... If we can agree to bet on opposite teams, whichever team wins, then that uh, person gets a jersey tee of their choice from that team. Correct. Any strong inklings on a team uh, in these games? And I can maybe just say yes or no. I'm really leaning Suns for Suns at Mavs. No thanks. I want Suns as well. Pass. Grizzlies at Spurs. I would like the Spurs. Oh man. Let's let's put that on hold for now. Okay. Do you have any thoughts on the Jazz Nuggets game? I do have thoughts on the Jazz Nuggets game. The uh Nugs are hot right now, and I'm pretty sure that Jokic is leading the league in assists. I, however, would like the Yaz in this game. Fun fact, the Yaz have won eight in a row. Yep. And the Nuggets have won like four in a row. Yep. I would have probably been okay with taking the Grizzlies, but I would rather take the Nuggets over the Jazz. Thought you might. Thought you might. Uh, for the listeners, we considered doing Nuggets Suns this last weekend and bailed on it, and the Nuggets did end up winning in overtime and double overtime. So yep. uh, I'll probably get fucked again. But any thoughts on if the Jazz win, who you'd like? What jersey to? I'm still deciding between two. I'm really, I'm really torn between a Donnie Mitchell and... Boyan Bogdanovich. Okay, and what style yeah. are you thinking? Um, if I could, if there's a way to get the last year's uh, the five tone kind of fade one, I mm. think I would like that. Okay, we'll search yeah. for something. Yeah, Nugs. I think I would probably go Murray, and I'd probably go the black with the rainbow sky. Rainbow. Yeah, that's the which best I'm one. sure is available. Um, Positive. I would consider the white with the rainbow skyline as well, but we'll see. That's the best one. The bl- the black with the rainbow is the best one. True. Okay, there you have it. Jazz at mm. Nuggets on Sunday. Tune in. Root for the Nuggets if you want me to win, and root for the Jazz if you want coin to go up 2-0. Okay, and then lastly, recap of our last Gucci Mane underdog pick. Coin has tied the game 6-6. Six six. What a comeback. Each... What a comeback. I think it was like 6-3. Yeah. <coughs> Maybe 6-2. I don't know. I think it was 6-2 coin uh so we each won six times throughout the season uh i don't have it <coughs> i guess the against the spread records don't even matter anyway but coin had the bucks reluctantly and i had the bills also reluctantly mm-hmm. so what i think we decided is next week we're going to determine a tiebreaker using super bowl props but we will keep you posted there correct Coin, you do have one more thing. Coin, what time is it? Coin, what time is it? Oh, no. I think it is time for a little... (laughs) Coin, guess what else? It's 10.33. Oh, it's 10.33. Unbelievable. 
we our first decided. time back, back like we never left. What are the odds? We bring back Stumptown and hit it at 10.33. Exactly. That is right. It is time for... I will be... Sorry about the shitty show with Kobe Smolder. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I will be starting us off by trying to stump coin with some NFL trivia. Are you ready, coin? Oh, I'm very ready. All right, coin. <coughs> this past Sunday... Jeez, hold on. I almost knocked my microphone over. <coughs> this past Sunday, Patrick Mahomes won his second AFC championship. Tom Brady won his first NFC championship. However, he has won nine in the AFC. Mm-hmm. So I was looking back at the recent Super Bowl quarterback representatives from each conference. Right. I was pretty blown away at how few names were on the AFC's list and how many names were on the NFC's list. Since 2003, right around when you and I started becoming football fans, right. only five quarterbacks have made it to the Super Bowl in the AFC. Okay. Tom Brady did it eight times, because we're not counting 2001, because we're only going since 2003. Peyton Manning, four. Big Ben, three. Mahomes, two. Now, quickly, who's the other guy on this list? Joe Flacco. That's right, Joe Flacco with one. That is not the stump town. That was a nice teaser. So, as opposed to just five dudes in the AFC over that same time span, the NFC has seen 16 different quarterbacks go to the Super Bowl. That's and then not one quarterback has gone more wild. than twice. So we've had 16 starting quarterbacks from the NFC in 18 years. So this is since 2003? Yes. Right? Correct. Okay. And including this year, 2021. Okay. Even more jarring is when you read the list of the names of some of these quarterbacks. You've got, so I'll just list you some of them. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jared Goff. You have the Nick Foles-Carson Wentz tandem. Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, Colin Kaepernick, Rex Grossman. Donovan McNabb, and Jake DeLome. Yep. What a crew of, yep. of uh, quarterbacks there. So here's the stump down coin. Since <clears throat> 1978, we're going all the way back to 1978. Okay. There are 15 quarterbacks that have made it to multiple Super Bowls. I've already given you Brady, Peyton, Big Ben, and Mahomes. Name me. Eight of the remaining 11 quarterbacks, and you get three strikes. So you give you gave me those ones already. Yeah, so you can't count those. Yes, correct. Kay. There are 11 more, and I need eight. Okay. Elway, Young, Montana. Nope. One strike. Steve Young only went to one Super Bowl. What? What? Okay. But you got two. Elway, Montana. Yeah. Um... Since seventy nine, seventy eight, seventy eight. Oof, I'm not. I'm not sure how confident most of I feel them, in those years right there. The reason I went to that is because it eliminated most of the old guys that you would have a problem with knowing. You can definitely get all but probably one of these, definitely. And definitely? I would say, yeah, I can give you hints as you get closer. But there's certainly guys that are pretty recent that you can get to. Okay, uh, Russell Wilson. Correct. Um, that's three, right? Yeah. Drew only went to one. Eli. Yep. So Eli um, and Russ are the only guys uh, since 2003 that have been twice in the NFC. 
that's fucking wild. Yeah. Both, um, same right. quarterback, basically. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm trying to think. Um, Aikman. Correct. Yeah. I was, I was, that's a lot. I kind of lost his name for a second. I was like, who's the guy in the booth at Joe Buck? Mm-hmm. I don't want to use my other strike on that one. So, Ooh, um, uh, Jim Kelly. Correct. Um, well, I need two more. The skins went twice, right? So Theismann? That is correct. Yeah. The skins went, uh, I think they won three, but. He, Did they win three? Doug, Doug William, they went. I think Theismann went twice and won one, and then Doug okay. Wi- Doug Williams won the other one. But yeah. okay, so you only need um, one more, right? Yep. Okay, you're in good shape. Do you think I know this one? There are two that happened in our lifetime, and two that did not. Okay. And the one of the one of the two that did not. You definitely know the guy. One of the two that did not happen in our lifetime. So the two old guys, one you wouldn't get, one you could. But there's also two guys that happened in our lifetime that you should be able to get. Yes. I'm going to say Favre. Correct. Well done, coin. Thank you. Any chance you want to try for nine? Marino? Nope. Yeah. Did he go to one and lose or didn't didn't go to one? He went to one and lost, yes. That's right. The other three guys are... Jim Plunkett. Okay. Didn't expect you to get that one. Thought you might get Terry Bradshaw. I think you heard me whisper it. I was like, I don't want to say Terry. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to say Terry. I think he might be too old. And last one, Kurt Warner. Oh, shit. Rams and Cards, two different teams. That throws you Is that 99-2000? No, it was like 99 and... Oh, actually, did he go to two... Yeah, you're right. He went to three because he went yeah. to two with the Rams and one with the Cardinals. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was a good so question, though. Thank you. And well done. One and oh on Stumptown. Uh, Did Favre win two? Nope. He won one. I the, think he uh, most... lost the other one to the Cowboys in like 95 or something like that. I don't know what years it was. Okay. Uh, sorry, the other. No, you're fine. The old guys that I eliminated, which you might have gotten Roger Staubach of the Cowboys and Fran yeah. Tarkenton of the Vikings. Okay. Maybe. And some other old guys, George Blanda, Bob Greasy, so Greasy maybe, Greasy, Dud, Dud maybe, Dud maybe. <laughs> All right, Coin, it is yeah, been a yeah, fantastic episode. Return to Stumptown. Next week we will get the Super Bowl props going. Mm, I love prop bets. I'm so excited. I do too. I decided that. Well, I know that you can't do this, and I'm just rubbing it in your face. But I'm just gonna basically take everything that i'm up on the year and pretty much throw it on the super bowl so are you how much are you up on the year uh i think a couple hundred bucks are you yeah including prop bets on the year right if you're thinking including i think including season-long props i think i'm up like 75 80 bucks okay yeah honestly i'm down on just weekly bets at my season-long props we'll say over the last half of the year i fucking killed you yeah I know. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. up huge. And then we yeah. both killed it on Thanksgiving. And then since then, I've had two winning weeks, and they were both like $10 weeks. Mm-hmm. I didn't lose huge any weeks, but. Uh, Just kind of So on away. my weekly bets, I'm looking at it now, I'm down 100 basically for the entire year. 
but I, think I made I'm probably, like a few hundred bucks yeah, on I think I'm up like props. 40 bucks or something like that right now. Yeah. There you go. After losing $1 this last weekend. Nice. That's a yeah. win. It's a win. All right, Coin, where can they follow you? The people can follow me at KingCoin on both Instagram and Twitter. Mm. You can follow me at the Cream Fillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Knoll on Instagram. The C, True. of course, stands for Cowboy. Mm, take me away. That's right. Cowboy, like that? take me away, Travis right. Knoll. Uh, okay, that's going to do it. That'll do it. Play us See out. you, everybody. Dixie, Dixie Chicks? Chicks? Yes. Sick. Sick. All right, later. All right.